Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Brick Lane One Love Pale Ale. Brewed by the award-winning team at Brick Lane Brewing. Drink responsibly. Switch to Kogan Mobile for $2.90 for 30 days with 20 gig of data. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Always great to have your company for Dwayne's World. Always great to have Sammy Edmund, though, doing the show. And he did a brilliant job again yesterday. It's been good enough to join me today. Welcome to you, Sammy. Great to have you back. Dwayne, great to talk to you. I hope you had a good day yesterday. It was an absolute pleasure, as it always is, to uh, sit in your chair and try to fill your illustrious shoes for a few hours. Well, we had a bit of fun. I heard you did, and uh, gee, you got plenty of calls too, which was uh, nice to hear. And uh, people don't realise this, but uh, I did scour the text machine to see what kind of text came through, and you had hundreds of those as well. It's always well, funny to see. You know, the fixture, as you've as you've illustrated again today, the fixture is is a great talking point and a great storyline at this time of the year. We're going to have to wait another couple of weeks for it, but we're going to have some twists and turns this year, as you've touched on, with the season starting a week early to accommodate Magic Round, which is a story in itself that we chewed up a bit of time in, in this time slot yesterday. But, um, you know, people, Dwayne, they want to watch their team when they want to watch them and how they want to watch them. And, and, and that will all become clear, hopefully, by mid-November uh, at the at the earliest, I'm told, but hopefully sooner rather than later so we can see when our teams are playing. So what round of the season roughly will Magic Round be, do you think? I think it'll be April school holidays is indication that the clubs have been given at this point. So if it is to be, uh, speaking to Gary and Kane this morning, if it is to be, in the uh, the April holidays, which is the autumn racing carnival up there in Sydney, I wonder what Peter Valenis might have to say about a the AFL stealing his magic round idea and b hosting in his own backyard when this when their autumn carnivals are kicking off. But that's all part of the fun and the fair, isn't it? And look, I, I need convincing on the magic round to be honest, which uh, horrified Jared yesterday. But um, <laughs> if people travel en masse to watch their teams at a place like Sydney um, with the venues they have there, then it could grow and it could be a great thing, particularly for families during that school holiday period. Sounds like you think Sydney's more of a chance to get it than Adelaide then. Well, I do, only because history says the AFL has been at pains to grow the games in their non-traditional markets. And um, and, and that, to me, would point to New South Wales, you know, an enemy stronghold, if you like, for, for another code. So that's where I would, I would see it going, but I wouldn't have a problem with Adelaide and the Barossa sounds great as well. I just think Sydney potentially have the superior venues and we saw people turn out for that preliminary final for, for other games they had up there this year with, with reasonable crowds as well. So, um, But who knows? It's a flip of the coin. The South Australian government, New South Wales government going toe-to-toe at the moment, Dwayne, and uh, maybe in time ongoing it'll be open to the highest bidder, which of course will be great mm. for the, the coffers of the AFL. Yeah, Sydney or well, New South Wales do have more good venues. I agree with you on that. Adelaide Oval is spectacular, but they are talking about playing, mm. as you mentioned, a game in the Barossa, which uh, you know is not the 
not the venue that every team might want to play at. They'd love to play at the Adelaide Oval. Bit of footy news outside of that, though, floating around that you've uh, been able to uncover. Yeah, well, Geelong have revealed that their premiership forward, Tom Hawkins, what a star he was uh, this year again, will undergo surgery this week on a foot injury, Dwayne. Uh, the Cats saying he carried the injury towards the end of the season while still playing that influential role, of course, in their grand final victory. Now, he saw several specialists over recent days and weeks, Tom Hawkins, and they have decided to pull the pin and go under the knife. Uh, and now they're saying he'll be available early they're using the term here early 23 so you know i think there's a real chance uh, even a likely chance that he'll miss potentially round one and, and who knows what might come after that but they will prioritize a full pre-season for him whenever that uh, comes to be for tom hawkins and i think we're going to see a lot of this going forward across the competition anyway Dwayne, with the uh, the elder statesmen of their respective clubs being given longer breaks and longer lead-in times for, for the season. And um, so if Tom Hawkins doesn't start training fully until, you know, hypothetically speaking, until well into January, then so be it. You want him at the business end of the season, uh, given his age and, and how much football he's played. Yeah, I agree with you on that. If he comes back round four and uh, is primed to go, then uh, it, it's perfect fodder, really. Um, late delisting from the Suns, late in the delisting season to yeah. be delisting. Yeah, Oleg Markov uh, has been told his contract won't be renewed for 2023. So 51 career games to his name, 28 of them with uh, the Gold Coast Suns, of course, after starting his uh, career. He spent the five years at the Richmond Football Club where he played the 23 games there. Played in the VFL Premiership in 2019 as well. But Craig Cameron, their list manager up there at the Suns, uh, saying we'd like to thank the opportunity to um, uh, take the opportunity to thank Oleg for his two years of service and wish him well for his next opportunity. So, uh, yeah, an interesting decision, that one, and a late one in the piece. But uh, Gold Coast, I reckon, might be players when it comes to the delisted free agency period as well. Uh, Dwayne, the preseason supplemental selection period, maybe a player like Jed Anderson that's been linked to them as well. Um, one to keep an eye on going forward as well. We know they got pick five in the, in the draft in uh, in about a month's time. Do you think Oleg will be picked up? It'd be ironic if he went to North Melbourne and Jed Anderson went to the Suns. Do you think he he has got a bit still to offer, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he's of the right age, Dwayne. It's um, well, it's really up to the clubs, isn't it? We know that it'll be a shallow draft pool. Of, you know, listening to the the clubs in in the last few weeks, potentially the lowest draft, shallowest draft pool we've had in some time. So maybe. Timing's not great for Oleg Markov, but it wouldn't be the first to go back uh, to the second tier and, and bide his time and, and have another crack after that. I'm not sure there's a logical suitor at this point in time. Andrew Dillon's spoken. He has. Uh, concussion, isn't that a big story at the moment, Dwayne, as well? Under-resourced, underfunded, and at times inadequate was how that independent report commissioned by the AFL yesterday described that concussion research project, of course, that was termed the past player project in the league yesterday, moving through Andrew Dillon to apologise to those former players. And there were several hundred of them, Dwayne, who took part in that study from 2014 to 2019. But most, if not all of them, left frustrated, angry, disappointed over the, the lack of answers and help and... Um, and really, a lot of these players saying that the past player project offered little more than lip service, really, and certainly did nothing to, to help better understand concussion in the code and, and the various, um, I guess, issues that these players are dealing with uh, at the moment. So Andrew Dillon spoke. He spoke also about the, the bench, Dwayne, as well. What might happen from here in terms of, you know, moving away from the Medi-Sub, which concussion initially prompted them before it became a little bit more broad than that, ultimately became a fast, didn't it, throughout the year with that rule being manipulated. So I think... We all stand together and say that's got to go. But what does it look like from here? Well, Andrew Dillon spoke about what the bench might look like in 2023 yesterday. It got discussed at the commission meeting last week and we'd gone out to the clubs um, during the finals and asked them about their view on medical sub versus a just a tactical sub versus five on the bench. Um, again, don't want to get ahead of where we are, but it, it suffice to say there's um, been some really interesting feedback on that. 
So it was Andrew Dillon uh, yesterday, Dwayne. But yeah, plenty happening. Obviously, um, on Monday night, um, Alistair Clarkson returning from Europe, a stint with uh, Celtic and Ange Postacoglu. I think the North Melbourne board this week will meet, formally sanction his, well, start of work anyway at Arden Street. I think that will commence next Wednesday. Now, the terms of reference and that uh, that panel of investigators have been put together by the league to probe those uh, historical allegations at Hawthorne. You bring us the news, but uh, bring me an opinion as well. I like the, we've been talking about it on this show for a couple of weeks now. I like the five on the bench idea. I think it'll give teams an opportunity to do something tactically, go tall on the bench. I think a team like Melbourne who are going to play Gorn and Grundy in the same team or Fremantle are going to play Jackson and Darcy in the same team. I think it gives them an opportunity to go tall, but another team with a stacked midfield might go with four midfielders to rotate through. So um, do you think it'll be good because it'll add a tactical element to the game as well? Absolutely. I'm, I'm either for the five on the bench, which is which gets my gold medal, but I reckon a close silver, Dwayne, four with a sub, but make the sub strictly purely tactical so they can be brought on for whatever reason whenever the club decides. So that would also add another uh, tactical yeah. element, if you like. But no, I'm for five. Let's just simplify things and, and, and put five on, on the bench and that removes and takes the pressure off the club doctors as well. So the Cats, we won't open the season with a grand final rematch like we mm. did last year. It won't be the Cats and the Swans. Uh, do we just go back to the Thursday night season opener between Richmond and Carlton or do we put something else in as the Wednesday night opener? Well, those two teams have got some pretty good currency at the moment, haven't they? I mean, Richmond, yeah. given the trade period they have, Carlton, given they beat Richmond in the corresponding clash last year as well, who who might uh, might be finals bound come 2023. So at least both teams on paper um, would, would, I guess, um, hold some promise for a good game, wouldn't it, Dwayne? So I'd probably be tempted to go back to that. I like the idea of a grand final rematch, but as you say, that's not going to happen 12 months on. Or do they go back through the trade period, the AFL, and just try to find the spiciest one they possibly can? Would it be would it be the Dogs and Brisbane? Would it be Geelong and Collingwood after the, the Ollie Henry standoff? I mean, maybe they go back and try to find a a spicy one if they can from the trade period. And if the season does start a week or two earlier, do you think the players will get their way and get a second buy? And if we do start Labor Day weekend... Who gets the new blockbuster on the Monday afternoon? Yeah, I like that idea. That another blockbuster slot. We're all for those. And do, do we rotate it or do we have the set? Mm. Do we have a set matchup? They're the topics that we debate um, all the time. I don't, I've got to check in with the CBA, Dwayne, to be honest with you. I've got that on my homework list at the moment to see where that's at in terms of the AFLPA and, and what they might push for if uh, we do start a week early. So I, I might take that on board as homework and we might chew that over tomorrow. I look forward to it. Uh, always great to talk to you, Sammy. We'll talk soon. Good on you, Dwayne. Sammy have been joining us. Get a .au domain name, webcentral.au. Um, Mario and Ivanhoe's on the line. Has got a suggestion. Welcome to you, Mario. Yeah, good afternoon, uh, Dwayne. Look, uh, I don't understand why this seems so complicated. I think it's pretty simple. Um, there are 17 teams. Uh, sorry, 18 teams, so therefore 17 rounds. I think there's, every team played each other twice over a two-year period. That just means in the first year, you'd need to lift the number of games uh, played around from 23 to 25 or 26. And that means that one team would play, uh, like, say, for example, North Melbourne will play everybody once, and then they would play half the teams this year and the other half the following year. That means that every two years, everybody plays each other twice. That's as fair as you're going to get it. Otherwise, Mario, you perpetuate. Sorry, go on. No, no, you go on, Mario, because you, you're on the money. It would make, even though it's spread over two years, it would give us a more even situation 
than we've got now. But you, you take away two showdowns every year. You, you can't have a year where you only have one showdown if we want blockbusters well, as well. Well, w- with respect, Dwayne, you sit there and a lot of the pundits are sitting there saying, oh, well, the big big clubs are better organised and, you know, good luck to them because they're, so, they're much better financially. But you're just perpetuating inequality by having every all the big clubs insisting on getting their showdown games or insisting that they play, Collingwood play Essendon twice or Melbourne play, uh, say, Melbourne play Carlton or someone... Whatever, whatever the situation is, you are perpetuating a, a system of inequality where you are prioritising showdown games and, and uh, traditional rivalries and then saying they've got to go first. Who says, why should they go first? All that does is no. perpetuate inequality. It makes the richer clubs richer and therefore the, the, the other clubs are forever chasing their tails because they can't get exposure. Yeah, you make a really good point, Mario. Hold the line. We've got something for you. I appreciate the chat. Um, I don't like the idea of not having two derbies and two showdowns a year. I don't think that um, is something that favours the big clubs. But having two Collingwood-Essendon games every year and two Collingwood-Carlton games every year does actually enhance the opportunity for those teams to have the big blockbuster games at the expense of others. I get that as well. But two derbies and two showdowns and two Q clashes and two Battle of the Bridges I don't think does perpetuate that myth. Um, but we've got a mystery craft beer bundle coming away thanks to Hairy Dog, the largest range of alcohol online. Um, delivered, hairydog.com. Or if you'd rather, a $100 ballers clubhouse voucher will give you that. Melbourne's largest bar and games venue. SEN listeners get 10% off when you book your end-of-year function now at ballersclubhouse.com.au. But conditions apply. Simon O'Donnell, not far away from joining us on Dwayne's World. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.